How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back to more John Chuckery. No, no. No, I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. I would say winning it all brings this sense of relief and sometimes when you get relieved you don't like to go work are you still hungry when you ate these dudes ain't ate i got guys on my team that have not eaten so they're hungry so uh, it's not like we're sitting back thinking that we're we, we, we gotta go get better i haven't eaten yet either sports radio 92 9 the game chris go forth in and plays a john chuckery hey coach I'll take a burger, man. We're all hungry around here, yeah. Coach. <laughs> we all hungry. <laughs> Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Again, Chris Goforth in in place of uh, John Chuggery. That was Georgia head coach Kirby Smart from his appearance uh, on the Midday Show today with Andy and Randy. Dylan behind the glass today making things move. We'll get a little rankum coming up, right? You working on it? Oh, yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. We're going to have a good one. All right. We'll get to uh, – do a little rank them here as we uh, walk into our final hour. I say walk, maybe, maybe crawl at this point in the week. It's been a, it's been a long couple of days, man. Let me tell you, I hit the, I hit those steps of the uh, College Football Hall of Fame at about, you know, eight fifteen, eight thirty in the morning, and uh, here we are at ten o'clock at night, and the work day's still going. I mean, at this point, I said this last week, Chris. I mean, we gotta, we gotta go ahead and add one of your many titles as the hardest working man in show business. I mean, you've you've earned that title. I'll just take a raise. There you go. See what you can do about that. I'll try my best. Yeah. I, I won't. I won't. Can't make any promises on that though. I I feel like I have a little bit of pull, but not that much pull. Let's uh, let's hear more from the national championship winning head coach of the Georgia Bulldogs, Kirby Smart. Here he is again talking about being hungry. We're all hungry, Kirby. But here he is talking about his team staying hungry after winning that national title. You don't change who you are. You don't change the way you go about things. You know, there's there's no stone left unturned uh, when you're the leader of the organization. You're trying to always be relevant. You're trying to stay on top of things. You're trying to monitor things. You're looking for a better way to do things. You know, I was very fortunate to work for one of the best in the business at doing it after winning one. And uh, a lot of those same habits we had already created. So the question and narrative is, you just won one, you know, how, how things change. Well, we had five straight years of finishing in the top seven. Those were pretty good years. 
we had to we had to come back after those good years. We lost good players those years. Um, so I'm looking at it as we're going to continue to do the same things we do, but how do we refine the process? How do we do the process better this time than we did last time? That's what we're trying to do. Kirby also talked about the difference between last year's offense and or last yeah the the offense from this time a year ago until now. Here's uh, Georgia football coach Kirby Smart. So we spent a lot of time last offseason coming off of the COVID season bonding as a team. We sacrificed a lot of meeting time on football to say, you know what, let's just get in these groups and have these open sessions and, and have these hot mic sessions where you can come in and talk about anything you want to talk about and get to know somebody. And I don't know, the players really bought into it. And they don't do it unless you do. So we had, uh, I don't know what you would call them, uh, informational packets each week. They, the coaches had to present this material, almost like a curriculum, like you're teaching a class. And I thought that the coach buy-in made the players buy-in. Therefore, there was this really great connection um, that the players enjoyed being around. They embraced that. They thought that was a weapon, like a, like a pass play. Uh, when you talk about passing yardage in the SEC last year, Bryce Young from Alabama was tops. Stetson Bennett from Georgia was fifth last year, 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and threw for just under 2,900 yards as the, uh, the Georgia offense uh, last year finished fifth in the SEC. They were obviously, they were number one uh, defensively a, uh, a year ago, but Georgia uh, put up over 400 yards of total offense per game, 442 yards averaging 38 points per game. 38 I remember when 38 you averaged 38 points per game, you would lead the SEC in scoring. This goes to show you how good the offenses have gotten. Alabama and Tennessee were number 1 and number 2. They both scored over 39 points per game last year. Georgia averaging over 38. Kirby was asked about the difference in Stetson Bennett, his quarterback from last year to this year. The biggest difference is his confidence. You know, I never questioned his confidence, but the confidence in the players around him is much greater than previously. So it's hard to measure that in terms of numbers or statistics, but I expect him to have a really good year because he's got more players around him that believe in him and they've seen him do it. Kirby Smart also talked about ways in which Stetson Bennett can improve as the Georgia quarterback. Well, he can be a better leader. He can uh, make more plays with his feet. And uh, I think when you put someone in the role as the quarterback and they're the starter, they immediately get some credibility. He probably didn't have that credibility this time last year. He had not been put in that role. He's earned that role. He's earned the right to start. Uh, he's embraced it. He takes that responsibility head on. And he chose to come back, you know, after winning a national championship and said, I want, to go do, I want to go do something special. I want to go play football. I want to enjoy the game. I think, it's, uh, I think it's just kind of who he is. And the biggest thing he can do for us is make sure that he's throwing more touchdowns than he has interceptions. That's what I tell him all the time. Keep that touchdown-interception ratio the right way and make plays. He's got a lot of good players around him. Smart also talked a little bit about Lad McConkey, an in-state uh, kid from uh, – up the road. As a matter of fact, he's from uh, not far from where Billy Napier uh, grew up, the new uh, Florida head coach. But Lad McConkey came from from uh, North Murray, where he was a standout in both football and basketball and was really a bit of a surprise last year for Georgia. He ended up third on the team in receiving 
with 31 receptions for 447 yards. He caught five touchdown passes, but really established himself, I thought, early in the year and gave Georgia that spark on the outside at times they needed for a guy that, you know, probably a little bit undersized and a guy that, you know, I think a lot of people uh, look at and probably didn't give him as much credit for being as fast as he really is. This is Kirby Smart talking about Lad McConkey. He loves the game. He, like, has this passion for the game, and uh, it's contagious. Uh, he was a kid that, 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 you know, I watched two or three clips of, and then I saw a YouTube video, then I saw him do a combine, and I was like, well, why, does, why are not, not more people recruiting him? Because what he's he maybe a little small I don't know he's really fast he timed well he loves the game he's tough great basketball player um, so we went and said let's do the the, the, the immeasurable thing let's, let's see if we can offer him a scholarship to get him to come to Georgia and uh, he took it and he practices every day as hard as he possibly can he loves the game he loves the University of Georgia and he's what's right about the sports because because for him to capitalize on NIL and opportunities, it's, it's not really about that for him. It's about winning games for his, for his brothers and fighting for his teammates. And uh, I, I appreciate the way he plays the game. All right. Now, this uh, next cut that we're going to play, this is, I feel like, the Kirby Smart cut that kind of flew under the radar a little bit today, that maybe didn't get as much attention as it should have gotten and this is Kirby Smart talking about his friend, Matt Luke, who stepped away from being Georgia's offensive line coach and the reason why he stepped away from it. Here's uh, Kirby Smart talking about his friend, Matt Luke. Well, I tried to convince him to stay. <laughs> you know, uh, there were heartfelt conversations that probably need to stay between Matt and I, but he, he loves the game of football. The game of football has blessed he and his family tremendously. He'd be the first to tell you that. Um, he is a family man. And... Um, the sacrifices that coaches make today, and look, I'm not whining and complaining. Don't think that I'm upset. I love my profession. I love what I do, and I do it every day all over again, being a high school coach if I could, because I love the profession. But it's tough on the time demands, and um, you know, he, I think he felt like there's some purity lost in the game because guys were playing not necessarily for the education or for each other, or, or they were playing, you know, for the, the the NIL opportunity or maybe for the NFL. And uh, it's tough sometimes as a coach uh, when you you find that and you're like, well, I'm away from my kids and I don't get an opportunity to be at their baseball games and grow and do the things they need to do. And he was very appreciative of the opportunity, the time spent. His family still lives in Athens. And I actually just had part of my summer vacation spent with his family. So we still have a great relationship, but I respect a person that's willing to make that kind of decision um, when they feel like it's right for their family. Interesting comments there. The, the part about the purity of the sport is lost. Guys playing for name, image, and likeness money or playing strictly only to get to the NFL, not playing it for any other reason. You know, one of the things that Kirby said when he was on with, uh, with Andy Randy and John Chuckery earlier today on the Midday Show was he made a comment about guys – asking in the recruiting process, saying, hey, this school over here has given me this. What can you guys do for me? Those are the conversations now that are being had. And, look, as Kirby said, you know, you can't help but respect a guy for kind of taking the approach that Matt Luke has with it. And at the same time, you got to wonder how many other coaches out there right now feel the same way about what's going on. 
that this sport now has changed. And I think maybe this is one of the unintended consequences of what is basically the wild, wild west now. Or as as Lane Kiffin said earlier this week at SEC Media Days, hey, y'all legalized cheating. You made it legal. Everybody can do it now. People are taking advantage of it. So I totally see now where these coaches are coming from from the standpoint that it, at some point in time, you got something's got to give. Something has to step in here and try to find a way to regulate this. State laws going from – because they vary from state to state. We talked about it the other night. You've got two states in the SEC, both Louisiana and Tennessee, that will now allow the head coach to get involved in the NIL process. So a coach can make NIL offers now on behalf of a collective. Where do you think that's headed to? Again, these are some of the things because of the way this was rolled out, this is what you get. You get guys leaving the profession, and we get the wild, wild west now in recruiting. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more about the future of college football. Interesting thoughts today from Gary Stoken. Gary is the uh, president, the CEO of the Chick-fil-A uh, Chick Bowl, uh, Peach Bowl, and the Chick-fil-A kickoff game that happens here uh, in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They've got both Georgia and Georgia Tech playing in it this year. But I think his thoughts about the future of games like his, very interesting. Check out the new podcast called Unwritten, hosted by former big leaguers Ron Darling, Jimmy Rollins. You can download Unwritten on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Back with Gary Stoken in a minute. Chris Goforth in for John Chuckery, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Attention, adoring fans. Back to more John Chuckery. Hey, folks, how you doing? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio, 92 now the game. Chris fourth in in place of John Chuckery tonight. It is our SEC Media Days wrap-up, wrapping up everything that went on today at uh, SEC Media Days. We heard a ton from Kirby Smart. We heard from Stetson Bennett. We heard from Nolan Smith. We've heard from a lot of the guys that were there today. Heard from Anthony Richardson, the uh, Florida quarterback, a little bit earlier we also uh, brought you this interview earlier, and I wanted to bring it back again. Uh, Gary Stoken is a um, – look, uh, Gary's a friend and a guy that has uh, – I mean, it's kind of an annual thing for uh, for Gary and I to get together during SEC Media Days uh, every year and, and have a conversation about the Chick-fil-A kickoff game and, and the Peach Bowl because Gary's the CEO and president of both of those. I think they're both fantastic events. I'm not on the payroll. They don't pay me to say that. Uh, but I have attended both of them as media members, but I've also been to both of them multiple times as fans. And they do a tremendous job of putting these events on, not to mention the amount of money that it brings and it, it, it injects into our economy here locally. The number of hotels that get rented because of these games, the number of of, ta- of hotel taxes that are paid because people rent rooms because they come and they want to stay and they want to be able to watch these college football games. There's going to be a mess of people coming in here from Clemson and from uh, Oregon that will be rolling in here over Labor Day weekend because they want to see their teams play in this event. There's some questions about the validity of these games going forward, whether or not they will be there will be a place for games like this in college football. I personally, part of this is selfish because, heck, I like going. But I hope they can always find a way to be able to keep these games in college football and, in particular, keep the games here. Because as you hear Gary say in this interview, some of the other cities that have hosted these events are not hosting these games this year. Let's, uh, again, this is, uh, we played this earlier Way back at like 7.40, I wanted to bring it back because I thought Gary had, if you're a college football fan, I feel like the things he says here, uh, especially if you are a local college, I don't care if you're a Georgia fan or a Tech fan, that doesn't matter. If you're a college football fan in this city, listen to what he's saying about the future of things. This is our conversation from earlier today with Gary Stoken, the president of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. Gary, it's always uh, it's always good to see you. Georgia Tech, Clemson, uh, you've got Oregon and Georgia, so two games this year. Tell us a little bit of how ticket sales are going so far. Well, we just announced uh, this morning that Georgia-Oregon is a sellout, and we hope to announce by the end of the week Georgia Tech-Clemson is a sellout. It'll be the first time ever an ACC conference game has been played in our Chick-fil-A kickoff game, and uh, having three of the four teams all ranked in the top ten, according to Phil Steele. And then two weeks ago, as you know, we announced our Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl semifinal game sold out. So three games all sold out would be uh, a record season for us. 
How did that ACC game come about between Tech and Clemson? Yeah, you know, we worked with the ACC conference and said, hey, you know, you've got the exclusive Monday night TV slot with ESPN, which is a great TV slot at 8 o'clock at night, prime time. And we said, you know, when it makes sense, we'd love to work with you. Georgia Tech, give give uh, 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 Stansberry all the credit in the world. He said, hey, we'd love to play in Mercedes-Benz Stadium and to do it, you know, in an ACC conference game and a Chick-fil-A kickoff game is a great win for Georgia Tech and our fans. So we were able to put it together, and uh, it's going to work out for ACC, Clemson, and Georgia Tech. Is this the first time you've had Georgia and Georgia Tech in this event at the same time? Yeah, it is. It's interesting, uh, and for different reasons. Georgia Tech wanted to get into Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and you know, obviously the payout we're doing, and we're allowing all of their season ticket holders to have their same seats, basically. Uh, there's a lot more suites, so there are people get a chance to, to buy up some suites. And then on the Georgia side, Kirby basically just said, hey, I've seen what the kickoff games mean to a team when I was at Alabama, and I'll play in as many as you'll have us. And so we scheduled him in 16, his first game as a coach, 20 that we lost to COVID, 22 this year, and then 24 we've got him playing against Clemson. Gary Stoken, he's president of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. I always ask you this every year because it seems like you guys come up with something new every year. What is going on around that game? Because I know it's more than just a football game. It's an event. No, that's exactly right. We've added, uh, you know, we were a bowl that was started, an organization started to give back. And so we proudly do that. We've given $60 million dollars since 2002 back to charities and um, so uh, it's important for us we're the most charitable bull organization in the country so we're going to celebrate childhood cancer uh, month in september with the two games we'll do a 50 50 raffle and all the money will go to the uh, children's health care peach bowl legacy fund that we now have seven trials with kids actually in the trials to find a cure to eradicate everything from ALL to neuroblastoma. Uh, so um, that's important to us to celebrate Childhood Cancer Month, and we'll do so in both kickoff games this year. Well, more changes in college football. The landscape is, is, is shifting again. Does that make your job in a game, putting games like this together, does it make it easier, or does it present new challenges? It's, uh, it's a great question, Chris. It's, it's certainly creating new challenges. I think the inventory is shrinking for kickoff games in the future. But also on the other side, you know, with an Oklahoma joining the conference, you know, Georgia plays Oklahoma in Oklahoma in 23. Oklahoma comes back to Georgia in 31. That game might not get played now because they'll be in the same conference. So, you know, we've pitched both Georgia and Oklahoma to say, hey, why not play that game in Atlanta in a one-off? We'll split the tickets down the middle. We'll give you the same amount of tickets, same amount of money. And uh, hopefully that provides an opportunity. As we move towards the idea of super conferences or mega conferences, does that make a game like the Chick-fil-A kickoff more important? Definitely it helps the CFP, as we found out in the past. It becomes a real differentiation point in your season when you can get a big win like an Oregon over a Georgia or a Georgia over Oregon and if both teams have successful seasons. We saw it in 2017 when Alabama beat Florida State, number one against number three. Alabama didn't even win the SEC that year. 
but they got into the CFP because they played Florida State and beat them, and they wound up winning the national championship game. So that's how important these kickoff, Chick-fil-A kickoff games are to the CFP. The Peach Bowl has become one of the, the premier events in, in college football now during bowl season. What's the future of the Peach Bowl? Well, we hope, based on expansion, we're, we're through 2025, we're guaranteed to have another semifinal game in 2025 and then top 10 teams in 2023 and 24. With what was originally recommended by the conference commissioners to have a 12-game uh, playoff, we were going to more than likely going to get quarterfinals and semifinal games. Um, we hope that's the case moving forward. We think we've done a good enough job for the CFP to maintain that. But who knows what the expansion is going to Is it going to be eight teams? Are they going to stay at four? Is it going to move to 12? So we just think with what we've given back to college football that we'll maintain hopefully that New Year's Six status. Gary Stoken, he's president of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and the Chick-fil-A kickoff game set to take place over Labor Day weekend at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So can you shed any light on playoff expansion? Is there anything you know that you can uh, you can let us in on? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I'm not a part of the process. I don't know anything other than what you read. Um, I do know that uh, uh, with these new mega conferences, that uh, there is a dichotomy that exists between the SEC perspective that automatic qualifiers should get in because as you widen the number of teams in your conference, you want more at-large opportunities. And so I think that's going to be a real contentious point. The other side is the ACC probably needs a smaller expansion than 12 because they probably need Notre Dame to join their conference if they want to increase the amount of money they can make through their TV deal with ESPN because they have Notre Dame committed uh, in writing that they have to join the ACC if they join a conference. So, uh, you know, it's going to be an interesting dialogue over the next year, year and a half, because the commissioners have to come up with a decision as to what they want the, uh, the new CFP to look like. I will tell you that I doubt that it will be like it has been in the past where it has to be a unanimous vote. I just don't think they'll stick with that. I think they'll say, hey, the majority is going to rule, and that's what we're going to stick with. Now, is there five conferences? Is there four? Um, how many are in each conference? College football's changing daily, so who knows what it's going to look like in 2026. From, the, from your standpoint, as the president of a bowl, how does it work for you when it comes to expanding the playoffs? And obviously, with the Peach Bowl, you guys have had a seat at the table. You want to continue to have that seat at the table. Do you let them do their thing first, and then they come to you? Are you having conversations with, with Bill Hancock or, or the people that, that are on that board making those decisions? How does that work? Yeah, we meet annually in Dallas with uh, Bill and the CFP and, and the uh, commissioners and you know, we have dialogue, open dialogue. Uh, it's their decision as to what they want the future of college football to look like. Again, you control what you control. You just continue to be successful like we've been. And they look at us like, you know, we need to have the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl involved because of Atlanta, because of the sellouts, because of the payouts, because of the stadium. You know, you just try and make yourself as marketable as possible. And we'll just continue to do that because we can control that.
All right, I always ask you this every year, too. Looking ahead, what can you tell us about who's coming to the Chick-fil-A kickoff games in the future? What do you What do you guys have scheduled? You know, it's interesting. We've got uh, 2023 Georgia Tech Louisville. Louisville's having a top ten recruiting class this year. 2024, we have Georgia versus Clemson, which will be a blockbuster game, two top five teams probably. In 25, we have two games. We have Virginia Tech, South Carolina, and then we'll have Georgia Tech um, – um, I'm sorry, we'll have uh, Syracuse against Tennessee, so two games in 25. And in 26, we're kind of waiting to see what expansion looks like, uh, both of the conferences and of the CFP. Um, I will tell you, it's tougher and tougher to put these together because ADs are looking at scheduling more home-and-homes. And if they play in an expanded process more conference games, that's going to shrink the inventory as well. So. It's going to be difficult in the future with uh, these type of kickoff games, but the good thing is, you know, Dallas doesn't have a game this year. Charlotte doesn't have a game this year. Uh, we're one of the few games that exists in the kickoff game format, and we'll do so this year with two games, two games in 25, a game in 23 and 24. So the good thing is Atlanta will maintain our capital of college football by having three games a year. And then when you put together the SEC championship, on top of that, Four of the top six conventions on an annual basis in Atlanta are college football games. And we're the fourth largest convention town in the United States. That's how important college football is to Atlanta. When would you feel comfortable that, okay, we need to have a game in place by this time? Yeah, I think once we learn kind of where the CFP is moving to, I think the conference expansion will slow down now. Um, but the CFP has to make a decision within the next year. So once they make that decision, then that will, I think, tell us kind of where they're at. If it's 12, I think it could open up some possibilities. If it stays at 4 or 8, it could limit the number of possibilities. That, along with how many conference games are the conferences going to play with their expanded conferences now? Are they going to stay, you know, in the, in the case of having 9 or 10, makes it very difficult because if you have a 10-game conference schedule and an AD has to schedule five of those at home, obviously, five of the 10, that only leaves them two games. To make your budget on an annual basis, you have to have seven home games. So that would mean those other two games have to be played at home. So it takes you out of having a game to give to us to schedule a kickoff game. That's what's so nice about and what's worked in the past between the SEC and the ACC playing only eight conference games, you have four four conference games at home, four away. You've scheduled three more at home, three non-conference games. That gives you seven. You've made your budget. You have one game left, and that's the game we can get. So a lot of Rubik's Cube stuff going on for the future of these kickoff games. Gary, always great to visit. I'll see you Labor Day weekend. Thank you. Look forward to hosting you again. Thanks, Chris. That is Gary Stoke, and he is the uh, president and CEO of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl and the Chick-fil-A kickoff game this year. It will begin on Saturday, September the 3rd. You've got Georgia and Oregon, and then on Labor Day night, it's Georgia Tech and Clemson, both those games being played at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Back with a rankum, and we wrap it up. Chris forth in for John Chuckery tonight. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app.
When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files to the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Who is this person? It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris go forth in for John Chuckery. It's our SEC wrap-up show, and we are ready to wrap it up and get out of here on this uh, third day of SEC Media Days. Day number four coming up tomorrow. Again, everything gets underway bright and early tomorrow morning. We got Rob Tribble, Hugh Douglas, they're at Atlanta Breakfast Club, Andy, Randy, John Chuckery on Radio Row at SEC Media Days at the College Football Hall of Fame. Dukes and Bell at Hudson Grill downtown. All that happening tomorrow. Back, uh, I'm back with you again tomorrow night from 7 to 11 to wrap it all up. As we always do here on the John Chuckery Show, we like to close it up with a little bit of Rankum. That's where we turn things over to uh, to Dylan and uh, see what he's got for us tonight. All right, Chris. Well, we're going to start things off uh, here with a, a little bit of a local one. We'll be talking a lot of college football. I'm going to get into a little NFL, though. Okay. And this is one I had from last night that we get a chance to get to, so I'm going to get to it now. Which Atlanta Falcon wide receiver – has a better chance at making the Falcons roster. Auden Tate, Demir Bird, Frank Darby, or Kadero Hodge? Um, all right, I'm going to go Bird 1, Tate 2, Hodge 3, Darby 4. There you go. I like it. Yeah, I feel like Bird, he has a lot of experience. And plus, we don't have a lot of speedsters on this team besides uh, besides really Alameda Zacchaeus. So, I think he has a good chance. And, you know, Auden Tate, big body. They talk about him a lot. And, you know, we got a lot of big bodies, though, other than Auden Tate. So, we'll see. It'll be an interesting competition. All right. Hey, we got we got one from Rusty. Okay, let's do it. We got one from Rusty. Uh, this is more movies that uh, Dylan's never seen. Uh, but Dylan's uh, – Rusty says, I got to rank them for you. Ghostbusters – Coming to America, Animal House, 
and National Lampoon's Vacation. Have you seen any of those, Dylan? I've seen Coming to America. Um, I've seen a little bit of Ghostbusters, but not beginning to end. And I've heard of the other two, but I've never seen them. All right. Coming to America is uh, number one. Oh, yeah. Coming to America is number one. Animal House is number two. National Lampoon's Vacation is three, and Ghostbusters is four. There you go. I would I would rank it the uh, close to the same way. I'll, I'll have to put Ghostbusters two just because I've that's the one I've seen part of. The other two I haven't seen, so can't rank them properly. All right, let's go ahead and get into our national days today, Chris. So today's days are there's five of them, but I've, I left out one. But today's national days are National Fortune Cookie Day, National Lollipop Day. National Moon Day, National Pennsylvania Day, National Hot Dog Day. The ones I'm going to have you rank are National Fortune Cookie Day, National Lollipop Day, National Moon Day, and National Hot Dog Day. Mm, I probably got to go Hot Dog Day 1. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fortune Cookie Day 2, although... Have you ever noticed that, like, now in the fortune cookies, you don't really get a fortune? No, it's just some, like... You ever like, notice that? It's just some, like, saying. Yeah, it's it's that's a total ripoff. It is. It's a, I don't know who came up with that, why they started doing that, but... They got lazy. You're ticking me off, people. <laughs> I need a fortune in my fortune cookie. Uh, so, But I still go fortune cookie two. I guess lollipop three and moon four. I What do you do on... What is National Moon Day? You what just is that? stare you... at the moon for a couple hours at night? Like It's kind of hard to get there these days, but, you know, there you go. Yeah, it costs a lot of here. Yeah, it costs a whole lot. Uh, let's see. All right, so with it being National Hot Dog Day, best food off the grill. Hot dog, Ooh. hamburger, chicken, grilled chicken, or grilled pork. Best food off the grill. Yep. Wow. Uh, that's a tough one because I like all of those. Oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, there's nothing better, though, than a burger off the grill. I agree. Uh, I'll go uh, burger one, chicken two, pork three, and a hot dog four. I, I would put it in that exact same order, my friend. I love it. Okay. So it's National Lollipop Day. Best, you know, kind of, they're kind of like lollipops, not exactly lollipops, but we'll do a spinoff of um, uh, since it's National Lollipop day. So rank these. Lollipops, ring pops, Tootsie Pops, not a Tootsie Roll, but a Tootsie Pop. And if you remember these, blow pops. There were lollipops that had chewing gum in the middle. Yeah. Uh, So I got to go ring pop one, blow pop two, Mm -hmm. lollipop three, Tootsie Pop four. I love it, man. So my mom, she used to, back in the day, she used to work at a uh, this place called Cafe Hot Wing. It had good wings and food and whatnot. Um, nice little spot. And they had blow pops. And I used to always, when I was there, I had to get me a blow pop, man. I, I used to love just going in on blow pops in my in my youth. Same. Same, same thing with the ring pop, too, when oh, I was yeah. a kid. Yep. Had to have one of those if, uh, if I was at the store. That was one of those. That was one of those pitch a fit until you got it things uh, <laughs> as a kid. I think. Did you ever propose to a girl with the ring pop? No, I don't think I ever. Uh, I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever did that. Now the the lollipop, or as I call them, 
a sucker. Yeah, yeah. All uh, right. <laughs> now, that was uh, whenever I would go, like on Wednesday uh-huh. was payday for my mom. Uh-huh. So she would pick me up from school on Wednesday. We would then go to the bank. She would deposit her check and get, keep some cash out, and I would always get a sucker. There you go. Because the uh, the bank tellers always had, you know, whether yep. it was a dum-dum or something, they always uh, they would always give me one. So I'd have one, and then after that, mom and I would go. Uh, I would go with her while she did the uh, the grocery shopping, and that was our that was our Wednesday for oh gosh, years. There you I go. mean, probably uh, from. I mean, I I probably went with her until I was well up until I was old enough to drive. And I feel like it probably worked out both ways in that scenario too, because you know then she gets to grocery shop. And you're entertained with the sucker. It works out, but you well, can you it, walk around the grocery store with your sucker, and yep. she can grocery shop, and it works out. Yeah, and uh, it also meant that I was able to take the bags to the car. Yeah, and I could then carry the bags in the house. <laughs> I, was, I, I basically figured out that I was a pack mule right. at some point in time as a child, and you just worked for your lollipop. That's it. <laughs> Glad to get it though. Hey, you know, it, it worked out. So. With it uh, being National Fortune Cookie Day, we're going to do a spinoff. So, best type of cookie out of these four. Cookie cake, fortune cookie, a traditional chocolate chip cookie, or an Oreo cookie. Rank them. Uh, chocolate chip one, mm-hmm. hands down. Uh, can't be beat. Nope. Uh, I do not like them soft. I don't like the soft bake stuff. Oh, really? Like them crunch? Like uh, a little yeah. crunch to them? Okay. Yeah. Uh, give me a Chips Ahoy. Okay. You put a Chips Ahoy. Listen, you give me Chips Ahoy and a gallon of milk, and I'll eat the whole dang bag. Oh, yeah. In one sitting. <laughs> I uh, I'll probably go Oreo number two. Uh-huh. I love, you know I love sweets. And oh, yeah. Oreos right my Right there thing. with you. Uh, probably the cookie cake three, and then the fortune cookie would be four again. We've talked about the, the disappointment now. With uh, getting a fortune cookie, it's yeah. just not the same. They're just lazy. They just give you not sayings. You don't get say- you don't, don't get actual fortune. I don't, if I wanted sayings, I'd read a book. Exactly. I want to know. I want to know about the large sum that I am <laughs> about to come in, come into my possession. That's what I want to hear about. I need to know the reason my palm has been itching lately. It's not Ex- because I may have a rash, but because <laughs> I'm about to come into some money. <laughs> All right. So, do people uh, really have itchy palms. I don't think I don't really think, don't so. think so. If you have if you have itchy palm, you and it's like continuously itchy. You might have like just a little something here and there, but you have like continuously itchy palm. You might want to go get, you know go to your doctor. Yeah, you might want to get that looked at. <laughs> so, a state you will want to live in since it's National Pennsylvania Day. A state you will want to live in if you had to get uprooted and move to a new state tomorrow, Chris. How would you rank these four choices? California, New York. Texas or Florida? Oh wow! Um, well, you know, I am not going to do uh, probably not going to do New York. New York's going to be for <laughs> I love to visit, but uh-huh. not going to not going to live there. Yes, California is really expensive, super expensive. Uh, but I, the weather's awesome. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, Florida has great weather. Probably go Texas three. And then, do I want to go to California or do I want to go to Florida? Gosh, I'd probably have to go Florida one, California two, Texas three, New York four. Yeah, but I could be persuaded, you know, 
I could be <laughs> persuaded to go to to go to California, especially certain parts of California. I you know Southern California, I love. There you go. All right, last one here on a rankum for you tonight, Chris. Adventure. Since today is National Moon Day, rank these adventures on how likely and how you know much you would want to do them. Go to the moon. Skydive. Bungee jump? Hell no. <laughs> or ride in a NASCAR? Uh, so I ain't even skydiving or bungee jumping. <laughs> you ain't got enough money. Okay, <laughs> I don't like heights. So let's start uh-huh. with that. I say that. Going to the moon would be cool. Going to the moon would be cool. If I if I knew I'm coming, I would go to the moon in a heartbeat if I know I'm coming back alive. And, yeah. like, you know, with yeah. no traumatic experience. Oh, to be able to put on that suit Man, and be able to be step so out cool. there and, and, and take that step onto the moon, I just, oh, I think it would be awesome. So, moon one, mm-hmm. uh, NASCAR two, I wouldn't mind doing that. I'm not a NASCAR guy. Yeah, me either. But I would not, I, look, It'd be I'd, fun. I'd like to do 200 miles an hour in an oval. Oh, yeah. I really would. Mm-hmm. I really would. Now, skydiving, bungee jumping, you can forget. I'm not doing either one of those. You can forget it. A billion. Billion dollars with a B. Oh, you billion? You either one. Jeez. <laughs> Up my life insurance because I'm pretty sure that I would have a um, – I'm going to have some sort of uh, heart condition uh, before I do it. But, yeah, I mean, a billion dollars, yeah. Sure. I'll uh, bungee jump and skydive in go. the same day. I would do it, too. For a billion, I would definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd probably do it. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd do it for 100000 Oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, would I do it for 10000 See, that's, that's, that's where, where it getting, gets a little iffy. That's where it's getting a little bit. I'm like, mm, Especially with the skydiving because it's yeah. like, you know, if something goes wrong, mm. you ain't coming back most mm. likely. So $10,000. Well, same thing goes with a bungee. It's yeah. like, hey, we're going we're gonna to tie this. We're going to tie this rubber band around your waist <laughs> and push you off a push you off a, a cliff here. Right. No. I don't want that. Oh, man. Are we done? We're done. All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Uh, Appreciate you hanging out and uh, being with us tonight. Back with you again tomorrow night, 7 till 11. We will recap the final day of SEC Media Days is tomorrow. Don't forget, keep it right here. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Everything gets started. Rob Tribble, Hugh Douglas tomorrow morning at Atlanta Breakfast Club. You can catch Andy, Randy, and John Chuckery uh, on Radio Row at SEC Media Days. Dukes and Bell at Hudson Grill downtown. I'm back with you again tomorrow night. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game or the Odyssey app. Dylan, get us out of here. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.